Good evening and Merry Christmas. It's my lovely self, Neil Dealey, host of Critical Geeks, joined today by a long friend who's come back after a brief absence. It's my friend Mark, who is a former artist for Sega and in the games industry, and we've met up today to have a lovely podcast at Christmas. And as it's Christmas, Mark, we've got lots of lovely Christmas chocolates. Yes, all the chocolate. Yeah, they'll be gone by the end of the day. Yeah, we'll eat all those. Um, how have you been? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me back on. It has uh, been a long time. Yeah, we we did your challenge of going to a haunted house as the as the <laughs> Halloween <laughs> episode. We survived, but there was no PS Five. No, well, I we should have read the contract a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit harder there. Um, yeah, so we've uh, we're going to talk about Cyberpunk because it's come out a few days ago, and oh boy, has it come out? Yes. <laughs> It has done well. Well, you know, it's it's come out on eight consoles, mm. which is a lot. Um, but you know, there is issues with it. I guess we'll talk about that at some mm. point. I, mm. I I've only played a few hours of it, and I believe you're sort of similar. I've played about oh, an hour and a half, so I haven't really even delved into Night City itself. I'm waiting to get to the point where I can just free roam. Um, to have a look at you know the visuals and the game and the, the atmosphere and probably compare it to cities like GTA Five and see yeah. how, how much the, the life of the city is. Yeah. Um, I we'll, we'll talk into this, but I obviously the game has had some issues. Various machines have performed badly. Various machines have performed fine, and various machines such as PC have performed perfectly. Um, we're both. I'm on Xbox Series X. And your Xbox One X. One X, which is confusing. Yeah. Um, I think the game is running perfectly fine. It's 60 frames. It doesn't look as visually as impressive as I thought it would. But I feel like with all the colour and lights, that kind of literally glosses over. Yeah, I, I think it looks really nice. Um, and if you think back, you know, eight or so years ago when Grand Theft Auto V came out on 360 and PS3, it was great at the time. And then obviously when the, the new version came out on the, the new consoles, you was like, oh, actually it was really bad and had bad frame rates and pop in and whatever. Mm. And I guess Cyberpunk has that sort of thing going for it. Um, obviously the difference is like GTA 5 came out like a year before like the new consoles, didn't it? Or yeah, they, they were close enough to have everyone assume they were going to make a next-gen version. Yes. It was close enough. I think I was, I was, in, in a, I was working in retail when it came out and I did the launch. No, no, yeah, actually, no. It came out just before the new, uh, just before like the well, sort of current console. Yeah. Before, the, before the Xbox One and PS4 came out, it came out just before them. But obviously, there was no version for those consoles mm. to see the difference. Whereas, obviously, with Cyberpunk, you do have the new consoles. Oh yes, there's versions galore. I mean, when Google Stadia are bragging about how good it runs on their machine, you know, yes. something's gone horribly <laughs> wrong. Yes, <laughs> yes, that thing for people use in the world. Um, yeah, so obviously, you know, everyone's heard about the controversy, everyone's talking about the controversy. If you've got a PS4 or Xbox insert name here that isn't a Series X, it doesn't run very well. See, I, I disagree with you there. Uh, I feel like it's a little overblown. So mm. if you've got a PC that's good enough, great, works well. If you've got an Xbox Series X or Series S, great, works well. If you've got a PS5, works well. If you've got a One X... Um, I've been enjoying it, and I think it works fine. Base Xbox One and base PS4, that's where you have the issues. And that's obviously where most people are gaming. Mm. 
So that's going to be the loudest majority of people. So, yeah, I think it comes down to what console you're playing it on. It's unfortunately come out of the worst possible time where we've got a global pandemic and people are struggling to get PlayStation 5s or Xbox One X, Series Xs because yeah. of the bots and everything. Or, or even PC graphics cards. Yeah, and PC graphics <laughs> cards. Yeah, they were hit by bots. All the RTXs, all the 370s and 380s and 390s have the same problem. Yeah. So you've got a lot of people who probably didn't bother getting a One X or a Pro. Or, probably, well, they couldn't get hold of one, yeah. Yeah, they probably just like, well, I've got a PlayStation 4, eh, I'll wait for the 5. And why Why spend, well, how much were PS4 Pros? Like £350? Something like that. But, but, but at the same time, Cyberpunk was always made as, buy it as the base console version, and we'll upgrade it for free. So if you can't get your PS5 this Christmas or your Xbox this Christmas, you're like, well, I can still buy it because it will work on the new consoles when I get that in a couple of weeks or months' time. There's there's so many, like, circum- I wouldn't say circumstantial, but pick-aside arguments that we've heard. Yeah. Like, one argument is, of course, it was advertised for, and it's a PS4 game, so it should have a standard that runs on PS4 since it was developed initially for it. Yeah. But if you've got the next-gen console that it wasn't ever developed for, it works perfectly fine. But then other people, like myself, have said it's quite clearly a game that's been made for PCs and just dumped off to the step, the smaller boys and brothers and sisters of the console yeah. world. But then other people, of course, can counter that and say, well, it doesn't matter. It should have a general standard across machines. And that's what it doesn't have right now. No. And that's why we're seeing apologies and refunds and death threats and lies. And it's gonna get, we're going to get one of those videos from YouTubers that compare the E3 a reveal trailer uh, yeah. with... What it looks like now. Yeah. It's going to be very funny and we're all going to laugh at it, but we're all going to die a little bit inside as well because everyone likes CD Project Red. Yeah. Everyone loves them to bits. Everyone loved The Witcher 3. No one ever played Witcher 2 or Witcher 1. No. Some people went back <laughs> no, and played no. Witcher 2. No one cared about Witcher 1. No. Uh, it's a terrible game from what I hear, but everyone loved Witcher 3 and then Netflix had The Witcher series, so CD Project Red can't do any harm or good, but this is like a bit of a shame for them because their stock price dropped, didn't it? It did, but. That that's its own little thing, which is probably not worth going into, mm. um, because that's not based on like if the game is good. Like gamers are not people who are buying stocks and shares in CD Projekt Red. No, but it's it, this is a this is a thing of that. It's a fair cry from public outrage when a company can get massively financially hit, and like just because of, like you said, a percentage of people across many formats yeah. have outraged. BBC News are reporting on it. Today. Oh yeah, and then bam, it knocks their company off down as in the shares. It's it, crazy. It it does it. Like I say, you you can't really talk about it because like you can look at Apple and any time they release a new iPhone, their shares also drop because you know expectations are so high. Um, I guess I guess the the way looking back at it is that it was meant to release at least a year ago, right? Mm. Uh, so at that point in time, they were aiming to make it for Xbox and PS4. And if it had come out, they would have made it look pretty good on those consoles because they would have had time. Obviously, if they delayed things because they like overstretched themselves, clearly, uh, they get closer to the launch of the new consoles, which they hadn't planned to, to make at that point. They would have been like, right, release the game, then we'll work on the next-gen versions. And because things got pushed back, that's obviously all been squashed together, which then means, well, we have to leave the lesser consoles and not focus on them as much. Uh, and also they've had to rush out because of pandemic. And also they can't delay it anymore. That, that's the biggest thing. Most people have been saying, why don't they just delay it again? If they delay it till next year, 
you know, you're releasing a, a game for two systems that technically no one's going to play and can't even really buy. Like Xbox One S, you can still kind of buy. Mm. Um, I assume PS4, you'll still be able to. But at that point, those consoles are, are not in you know, the minds of anyone on marketing. It's all next gen from next year onwards. And the other problem is, is if you've got a game like that and you've got your PS4 and you're aimed solidly at getting a PS5, yeah. you'll instantly be like, oh, backwards compatibility? Can I play that on my PS5? And what can it do? What can it do? Yeah. And then for some people, I think, to suddenly see that the console they didn't possibly weren't even thinking about in terms of this game is the thing to have it on. Yeah. It's upset people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I still I still think from, from what we've seen and the analysis and the videos, it's clearly a PC game yeah. first and foremost. We wish The Witcher works. was as well, right? Yeah. And and we've got to remember that when The Witcher 3 came out for consoles, it was not a great experience. No, no, there was popping and horses flying off a roof. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. crazy stuff. Um, See, so yeah, I mean, it's a funny thing that like you can you can rant and rave and cry social justice. And I, I feel like they've done a bad job. I feel like they've been deceitful, especially with the, the, the releasing the, the console review versions over PC. Yeah. But... Like you said, you're not having any problems. No. And I'm not so far having any problems, but you're going to carry on playing it and I'm going to wait for the next-gen upgrade on my Series X purely because I want, to, want, play the it, I want to play it for the most, the most, uh, you know, the best way possible. Yeah. So, so, so for me, in terms of, of bugs on, like, the One X, um, I've had some, like, stutters and hitches. So, like, you'll be driving along in a car and then the game will freeze for, you know, quite a few seconds... The audio and music is still playing as normal, and then it's fine again. So mm. that's like obviously a hard drive thing going on there. Um, there's been like some characters that have like done weird things. Like I had a character in a cutscene with chopsticks, and all of a sudden, as his hand moves, a second pair of chopsticks appear, and they're just hanging in the air. Right. And yesterday, when I was playing a mission, I played through and then died, so I had to restart a part of it. And when I went back to where I was. There was an enemy that has to come out of a lift, and this time he didn't come out of the lift, he instead was acting like the Flash, so he was whizzing across from the lift to where he's meant to be, but you couldn't like see him, because he was going so fast backwards and forwards, and in the lift he's basically like phasing in and out, because the game doesn't know what to do with him, Yeah. so I was just able to go up to the <laughs> lift and kind of shoot him, every time he phased back in, just shoot him, because he wasn't able to respond. Um, so there's been like little things like that, but I would say that's that's it. Otherwise, the game has been perfectly playable. Um, there might be like little physics things. I found like the car, if it hits like certain objects, will fly up. Like I hit a pedestrian and it like flew up as if it was a solid <laughs> object. Um, but you get that in Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah, there's loads of there's, there's many games where you bonk into something and the game freaks out and sends the character yeah. flying across the the, the world. Um, but, I've had very little. Yeah, I've had... it's, it's it's fine, isn't it? For the most part, like it has its yeah. bugs, but it's not. You know, a mess that the people that people the, online are saying it is. The two bugs that I've had, the two bugs I've had. One is a classic bug of a character's script sends him into an object, and the, he still walks through the object and carries on his path, but the object reacts like he was there. Yeah. So he turned around and, and walked into a cupboard, and everything just flew all over <laughs> the place. It's just like a poltergeist. He came out of the yeah. cupboard like he was Narnia. It was Narnia, and he flew out of it, and everything smashed everywhere. And the other was my character lost her hair. Yes, I, oh, I've had that as which well. Which I thought, I thought, oh, it's because I've got a hat on. It's because my character, my inventory character, you know, the armor has got a hat on. But in the cutscene in a house, she's just wearing a night clothing. So it's not, 
the game's like, oh, but she's supposed to have hair, but she's supposed to have a hat. So we just the middle ground is taken both away. So she was bald, and I was like, oh, I'm bald now. So in my in my version, the character walks home. You go up to the mirror, and you can look at yourself in the mirror. And when I did, he was completely naked. Oh right. And I was like, oh, no wonder everyone outside reacted the way they did when they first saw me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 tr- like I said, the bugs and all the problems are tricky because. They're, they're, someone, they're... someone could have the most positive experience in the world and not have any, but you can still decry and still have this side of oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's brilliant, it's fine. It should be perfect. It's not. For the most part, the bugs are mostly cosmetic. Um, you know, I've I've been able to play it without any crashes and whatever, and I I know some people have had crashes, um, but generally it works. There's just like odd visual things I guess that pull you out of the world some rather than things a, not just not working yeah some people have a lot of crashes and yeah. if I was in the boat of it's shutting my console down to me nope that's a I'm stopping right yeah. there I'm waiting and not I'm not playing a game that's shutting my machine off no in fact I did have another problem with Cyberpunk when I I can tell you this any of this actually when I clicked on Cyberpunk to that's the police coming to get me it's <laughs> fine um for not not insulting Cyberpunk <laughs> yeah. on the internet, it's the, it's the Twitter police. Um, when I clicked on Cyberpunk to update it, it had this 15 gig update, it loaded into Cyberpunk and did a quick resume on the console. Okay. But it was obviously trying to patch it, and all that happened is my TV, it, it basically turned the signal with the Xbox off to the TV, because the TV just said no signal. Right, okay. But the Xbox was still on. I was like, what has it done to the Xbox? It's stuck between a limbo of updating and the game. So I had yeah. to turn the machine off, wait and turn it back on again to then get it to update. So it, it, it even had problems affecting the game with a quick resume, which is probably something the developers never no. had thought about. No, and, and that's the thing with the, the new consoles. Like Both PS5 and Xbox have both got console-specific issues. Mm. But in terms of the game, like I guess what we're saying is like it's not as bad as what we're saying and what people on Twitter and the internet are saying. But it's not perfect. No, it again. It, it's that typical. It's that, again. It's that side of if I had an Xbox One and was playing it, I'd be furiously angry into that microphone right yes. now. But from what I've seen, I'd rather just. I'd rather not go into it to be angry, or go into it to be fine. I'd rather wait. Yeah. So the experience I've had so far is, I was a little bit disappointed with the visuals to begin with. I was like, oh, this is not quite as amazing looking as I thought it was going to be. All oh, the lighting and colours effects fantastic, but this is why I feel like I'm going to go into the city more. Um, I started the corporation path with a like a Natalie Dormer lookalike lady from Game of Thrones, and I want to I want, I want my character to be like you know the blades. Yes. I want to go pure melee, which I don't know if it's a good idea or not because I think people online have said that it's not a great build. You need guns. You need right. to use guns because I feel like I'm going to run in and get murdered. Yeah. Um, but the, the opening mission was fine. The, the the mission where you rescue the the, it's not really a spoiler it's, it's on the trailer for me three uh, you rescue a lady for a woman who has had her implants harvested yep. she's in like a harvesting gang bathtub like they've obviously took all the augmentations and upgrades out and sell them on the black market that was fine it was a tutorial it, it, it was quite cool yeah. um, there's lots of destruction in like the environments not just in that in that mission um, which is quite interesting and, and different to most games so you're like oh I can shoot through that wooden bit of wall there yeah it makes you wonder what upgrades you can get eventually yeah. to take advantage of this yeah um but you know we should we should go back a little bit because we discussed like off air uh i picked like the the street kid and our beginnings were a lot different mm. which was interesting i had a had a conversation in an office that set up 
you know, the goal of the corporation for my particular character. And then you quickly realize that the corporation itself have got like infighting with executives and their decisions and you get drawn into this. And then the next area you have a conversation and that's it. That's your, that's your uh, story done with for the corporation, at least initially. Yeah. That's the uniqueness of the story. Then immediately it goes into the same path that you, you've been in where yeah. you, you become a sort of a nobody mercenary and then you get given the mission of the harvesting of the organs. Yeah. So that was very short, but I think that I imagine it's going to come up a lot in the main game. So, so for me, for for the street kid, he starts off as like he's come back from some other part of of the world, uh, and he's like meeting up with his old friends again, and he's in a bar, and the bar owner there is like, oh, I've had to loan some money, and he's going to break my legs. Will you help me out? Will you chat to him because you know him? So, like, you go and chat to him, and you basically take on a job to pay off, you know, your other friend's debts for some reason. Uh, you go and do that small job, and then it, you know, it, you. It goes into like where you've met up and does that first mission. Um, there is some little bits through the game where I get uh, dialogue choices, mm-hmm. where it'll be like, "Do you want to use like the street kid dialogue choice?" And there's like an icon and a cost for it, but I don't know what it means yet. Because the the biggest thing about the game I found is it's very dense and doesn't explain a lot of it very well. So the menus are terrible. Yes. I thought that as soon as I turned it on, uh, loaded, I was like, the inventory looks rubbish, which is shocking because the Witcher inventory was criticised for a while yeah. for being bad. I went into the skills and I noticed that when you highlight a certain skill, I don't know what it means. Yeah. But you've got the two right and hacking skills. Yeah. And I don't know what the difference between them is until I click into it and then go, oh, that one's this and that one's this. Like I went into some of the weapon skills. And they've just got like cool names, like, yeah. you know, Badass and Smash Man and stuff. And then you click on one of them and you go, well, I don't know what that means. And then you look at the actual skills and go, shotgun, shotgun, health, armor. Oh, it's a close range one. And, and there's loads of them. So yeah. And then you go on there and are like, I don't know what one to pick because I can't remember every one I've like. And when you, you, you put a game like that, you kind of, unless you just pick generic shitty skills like health and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You kind of have to build your path straight away. Yeah. You can't, in a game like that, you can't just go, oh, a bit of guns and a bit of this. A bit of this because jack, jack of all trades tend to not work in those games. No, you're, you're a jack of all trades anyway. You can shoot, you can fight, you can hack, you can stealth, you know, just by clicking a few yeah. buttons. But jack of trades don't tend to work, so I feel like the menus could be much, much better. They're quite ugly. Um, but so far, so good. I mean, it's it's an interesting world. I just feel like well, I haven't gone into enough to see this nightlife of the city. Well, for, for me, it hasn't explained enough yet, so like. It gives you a quick tutorial on how to like hack cameras and stuff like that, and then you know off you go. And you by think... then you forget you forget what to do and how to use those skills to your advantage. Yeah. Do you think that the tutorials could have been done better in a mission? Yes. Rather than the the weird augmented it's, reality. Yeah. Yeah. So you you you, you do s- you do a you do a virtual Metal Gear Solid style yeah, training it's, mission, it's bit, don't you? It's a bit boring and a bit kind of like a bit like. Not plot holy, but like the character, you're in a car and the character's like, oh, do you want to catch up with your skills? And you just put a VR headset yeah. on and it's like, off you go. And you're like, like a Matrix. He just stores <laughs> yeah, yeah, himself yeah. and you're yeah. like, oh, look. that could have been the mission. Yeah. You could have had Jackie going like, oh, remember, you can do this to do this. But then I guess with the amount of fail states, the game would have to go, oh, you failed. And it'd be less interesting yeah. going into the argument. Kind of thing. But, but it doesn't help that there's lots of times the game will bring up uh, like tutorial tips on the screen while you're in a fight and you can't read it and then it disappears and you're like 
I think that was important. <laughs> and it'll be something like, you know, why don't you hack that thing over there to make it explode and, you know, get the, the enemies out? Yeah, when I, when I went into the first room and shot everyone, it was a shooting, there was only when everyone was dead, I was like, oh, I could have hacked the computer and yeah. I could have hacked the light and it would have distracted them, but... And I could, could have done sneaking, like, that. that's a big part of the tutorials is telling you to, like, you can sneak up on people and do things. Hmm. And one, you instantly forget you can even do that because it doesn't feel like a... A thing you can do in the game and two when you do do it you sneak up on them and you instantly try to shoot them in the face which doesn't kill them but if yeah. you grab them oh, it's with a different button push then it's an instant kill yeah you, some people don't like that in RPG certain games where in the witcher when you hit something with a sword new spells fair enough like a dragon age yeah. but in sometimes if like games like that if you shoot someone in the head they usually expect them to be like dead or done yeah I've snuck up behind them they should be gone not yeah. oh they're, they're turned around now and they've got full health and yeah they've lost whatever. a bit oh yeah. they've done this or this but it's 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 very interesting so far I'm more of a fantasy guy with games so I'll be interested to see if I actually care while playing the game I'm, I'll get immersed into it enough but it's a big game and it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one because of the amount of hype I think you've got it's got to come across as something special and different else people are just going to go eh it's another this game, or it's another GTA, or the gunplay was meh, or it's gonna, it's gonna be a victim of its own, yeah. its own self hype. It's, it's, people are gonna decry it for being a victim of their self hype. See, I, I think so far the the initial few missions I've done, it's a bit of both. So the the world itself is absolutely amazing looking, like the detail that's in the world. So yeah, in in like GTA Five, the world was was great. And then they put the first person mode in, which was pretty cool and interesting. But if you look at it now, you're like, oh, there's a building and it's got some shrubs in front of it. And there's not a lot of detail. Whereas in Cyberpunk, you go down an alleyway and it feels like a real world alleyway. It's yeah. just, just filled with stuff. Just constant detail. And it's not important detail, but it is for the, the building of the world. Mm. Um, and then like the, the missions, you know, you could boil the down, down the missions to... You go in and you shoot a load of people and then you get out in some way, right? But the way the story works is very interesting. Um, so the first few missions, you know, you've either got to stealth your way in or one I've done that the, that's pretty much near the start. You have to scope out everything first to find out what the security system is and all sorts of things like that and go through like um, people talking and figure things out. And then you'll go and do the mission and obviously things will change. Because, you know, it's never that easy, right? Mm. Um, and then you're, you're doing all sorts of cool stuff with, with that. And that's been shown off before in, in some of the trailers and stuff. And that's really cool. Uh, but then you, I say you can just boil it down to, or you go into a room and shoot people. Um, but yeah, I, I found, like, the, the initial first few hours are really interesting. And I won't spoil it, but obviously we all know Keanu Reeves is in the game. Oh, he's so lovely. He's in the game. Uh... I've just met him, and that was really interesting. And that's obviously the end of the, the prologue, when you get to meet him. And the story is now about to kick off. Mm. Um, but just the whole scene around meeting him is, oh, I did not expect that. It was so it's not, way. you didn't see it coming like you were going, oh, we're here. So it's going to be like the bit from the E3 trailer where no. he looks over and he goes... Come on, Samurai, we've got a city to burn. No, it's, it's, it's not a cut scene of like, hello, I'm Keanu Reeves, come and chat with me, I'm going to be your boss now sort of mm. thing, uh, in what you expect. Like, it's it's really well done introduction to him. Um, like, they play it out over quite a bit of time, 
and yeah, I, I can't really say anything else without spoiling it, but it's, it, it has gone in a different direction. It's not the whole GTA 5 of met bloke, do what bloke says, get money, off I go again. Uh, there seems a bit more control on your side of you wanting to do this stuff. Like, I think that was, like, the biggest issue of GTA 4, wasn't it? Of, like, Nika going, I'm not a murderer. I'm just here to, like, you know, live the dream. But I, I have to murder. I have <laughs> yeah. to make money. And I'll shoot in the head. Yeah, it's like, Nico. So, like, you had to do things the character didn't want to do. Yeah. Whereas this, you're like, well, I'm already a criminal and do things. Yeah, GTA has a long history of good people doing bad things. Yeah. Like, you, you like the characters, but you don't really care about their moral no. standing. Um, so, Cyberpunk can be interesting because you... I'm hoping that the prologues and the origin stories are more of a permanent fixture in the story. The example I'd use is Dragon Age Origins, which I don't think you played. No. Where there's about eight origin stories. There's dozens. And a lot of them are tied towards a race. So if you want to be a dwarf, there's your origin stories. There's some of your origin stories. But after the origin story and a few snippets of conversation, and maybe one character popping up and going, it's me from origin story. Yeah. Uh, there's not... There's nothing to it. Whereas with this, the, there's one mission early on, and again, they showed it in trailers, where uh, in the trailer they go off and see some other woman to find out about the job they're doing, and it's an optional mission. Mm. And I spoke to her, and she said, come and meet me under the bridge, and like we'll discuss the options. And I was like, oh, I'll do that later, it's an optional side mission, I'll do it later. And I went off and did the main story mission, and afterwards it go, she calls me off and goes, oh, I guess you didn't want to meet me then, Goodbye. And it's like, oh, that, that option for that quest is gone now. See, that, that type of stuff annoys me in games usually because I usually want to do and see everything. But at the same time, I accept it in big RPGs that that's what's happened to me and that's my path. And sometimes and yes. that's a good thing because a lot of games like Skyrim, we'd all do the same thing, but you hit a dragon on the head with a stick and I'd hit him on the head with a rock. Yeah. Like it's the same. Well, well in, in, in this in this case, it, it worked really well because like the characters all reacted to it. So... My guy was chatting to, to his boss and, and like the boss said, oh, you know, did you, did the woman help you? And I'm like, no, nah, I decided not to use her help. I thought it was going to be dodgy going down that route. Mm. And you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. So the character has thought about his motives of why he didn't do it mm. and went in a different way. And like, yes, I've probably missed out on something, but I assume doing that, that mission, I might have missed out on the opposite side of it. It might be a good decision for the character. Might yes. you're like, you don't know. Like, that's why I think a lot of RPGs need that. This potential of, we don't really want you to do everything. We want you to do what you think is best because that's your story. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you play a lot of big open world games and you're like, well, now I need to do this, this and this and do it because you want to tick everything off. Yeah, and which is what you do in GTA, isn't it? You yeah. tick off, you have to tick off all the boxes to open up the new missions. Mm. Whereas, again, there was another story mission where um, one of the women, she wanted to cut out someone that you're working with. And at any point in time, you could like go, yeah, let's cut him out or let's not. And even throughout the story, he's like, so, have you got anything to tell me? And you could be like, yeah, I'm going to tell you. She wanted to cut you out. Or yeah. I can be like, no, I'm not going to tell you because that might benefit me. Or maybe it's better. You just don't need to know that. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 what I think people are... What's got people so excited as an RPG? Because it came originally from pen and paper. Yeah. And pen and paper RPGs, oh my God, anything can happen in a pen and paper RPG. Yeah. It's usually up to the mind of whoever's running it. They can just change the story by that because they can yeah. and so I think RPGs need more depth and hopefully that's what we'll see in Cyberpunk I'll have to play some more of it but I'm not going to play too much because I do lean into that boat of I've got an Xbox and it can only be as good as it can be on a console Yeah, I don't have a PC where I can plug bits in and out 
to you know go oh I can make it super duper brilliant now or I can be fine with the standard it's at. So I feel like with a console game, if they say look there's possible upgrades, I'm fine waiting a month or two. And I don't think it's a game I'll have. Oh my god, this thing has happened to spoil it. You know this big twist no. has happened. So I think I think it's fine to uh, to wait for. Whereas I'm the opposite, and looking at the graphics on the the One X version, I'm going they're great. Hmm. Like everything looks moody and suitable. The detail is there. Um, the frame rate is mostly okay on the One X version. Like it's hovers around the 30 frames per second for the most part um, I don't think it's a bad looking game at all like it looks really great as an as an artist yeah it looks, looks fantastic yeah. um, there are like some low resolution textures here and there but they're, they're not important ones so it'd be like a vending machine so it's, mm. it's fine like I'm used to playing games without realistic textures all around you because games are not like that um, yeah it, I think it looks great at least on the the one X, like I have seen videos on the base consoles, and they do look pretty janky. Mm. Um, they look like um, when Microsoft ported over what was there the outer outer worlds, not outer worlds, outer worlds. When they ported that to Switch, they almost look like that. Where basically they've had to downgrade resolution and the amount of polygons and whatever. Um, so yeah, like if that's all you're stuck with, then fine. Like I guess you're kind of stuck with that. Mm. But if you can have better, great. Uh, but I, I wouldn't hold off for the the newer consoles because I think like yes, you're going to get ray trace reflections and shadows or lighting or whatever. I don't think it's going to massively change the look of the game. At least consoles. that's what we assume because they haven't said what these upgrades no. are. I think the problem is is I, I'm expecting 4K and 60 frames. That's what I would yeah. like and expect. So I'm more of a frame rate guy. Which I guess you might get, because the Series X now does, what, round about 60 frames per second it's and 2K, yeah? Plenty of games that have got a 4K. I, I, mean, for si- I mean for Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, so it slightly be above 2K when you put the... It's two, slightly above 2K and 30 frames, or it's 1080p, which apparently drops a smidgen below 1080p at times, right. and 60 frames. Okay. Um, I can't analyse that, but it looks 60 frames to me. Yeah. But I, I'm the type of person where I drop from 60 to 30 and it's a, it's a considerably big yes. jump for me to a point where I do not want to play in 30 frames anymore. It's not... It depends on the game. Yeah, yeah. so that, that makes sense if you want to hold off for that reason. Hmm. But I I guess from my point of view, I'm looking at it going, it's fine. There, yeah. There's no issues. If, you, if you've got one of those consoles, you can go ahead and play it and you would have a great time and you won't be going, this looks absolutely terrible compared to what could be on the console. It's a shame because people have waited so long. They've sent so many death threats. Yeah. They've been <laughs> yes. so excited about it. And then for a sub-percentage and group of those people, they're going to feel lied to because of so many other reasons oh, as well. And they're going to go, well, great, I've got it now. And mine isn't good enough. And there's a lot of people online who are saying, oh, just get a better PC or get a PlayStation 5. And it's like, yeah, uh, great, yeah. you can't. no. Even if you have the money, like yeah, they're, they're not cheap upgrades, to be honest. And I wouldn't ever justify uh, a whole new machine for one game. No, even though I did buy a PC for Total Warhammer Two. We ignore that. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, so far, so little. Well, so little far, and so good for me because I haven't played too much of it. I think to me, it's more interesting that the the the, the issues and the problems and the potential covering up or potential. We won't say lying. We don't know. Um, but they did didn't allow anyone to use any console footage and reviews, 
No. Where PC, they were fine with that. Yeah. And obviously, you look at Digital Foundry or PC reviews, and they're saying, oh, so it's the best-looking game they've seen in 10 years. And and I, and I get that from a marketing point of view. You always want to put your best foot forward. Mm. Um, even if you get like the, the blowback from you know the other consoles, you're never going to show the worst version. And you know, look at Microsoft with Halo Infinite. They showed a version that wasn't final, that wasn't amazing, that wasn't like a slice of like how it's going to look. And everyone just came out and went, oh, look, it's rubbish. Well, that was even worse because the game was out the next, the next month. Yes. I, on the big super, super duper Xbox. Well, well look, to, to be honest, with, with that sort of stuff, like those demos are made months in advance because they have to be. Hmm. So like that demo was probably six months out of date, right? When they showed it. But that's the problem. You're going, here's this thing that's out in a month's time. And, and you might say quietly, oh, it's six months old, but no one's going to listen to that. Yeah, I've seen people saying, oh, well, that's your own fault for buying it on this console. You should expect that. And I'm like, well, no, because that would the logic there would be, here's Cyberpunk, here's the PS4 trailer. And you'd be like, oh, my God. Like, imagine if they released a trailer that was showing it in 15 frames a second and all like yes, a smudgy <laughs> polygon and 64 faces. Everyone would be like... Are they taking the piss? Well, I mean, this has been the case in the past. You've got to remember like the PS3 like announcement when they showed their CG trailers of Motostorm and mm. stuff like that. Uh, even going as far back as Spectrum games and they would show on the back like the Amiga version and you'd be like, that looks great and you put it in your Spectrum and it looks nothing like it. So like, there is there is that in the past. But you're, you're right, they should have shown off everything and set expectations. Should they have only released it on PC? And then gone from there. The, gone with the most because you know what Rockstar do? They release on consoles, and then they do the harder work PC version afterwards. Yes. Well, the, this is the issue. Like going back to the the start of our conversation, where if they had only released on PC and say the next gen consoles, when do they release the old ones? And the answer is they they had to release the old ones because you know there's a hundred million people who own an Xbox One and PS4 and whatever. That's a lot of money mm. and a lot of sales. You can't just then go, oh, we spent four years working on those versions. Oh, let's just bin it. They have to get out there for like financial reasons. It's a horrible question this is, because we'll move on from Cyberpunk, but a horrible question this is to sort of finalise it. Should they have delayed it again? And so what, you said I, I, before, I, they've, got, they've got versions for Xbox One, Xbox X, Xbox Elite X, Xbox no, Series no. S, Xbox <laughs> Series X. Yeah. PS4, PS4 Pro, PS5, Stadia, PC, whatever yeah. Stadia, you two, I guess you can come into whatever, yeah. and then the hundreds of variations of PC builds yeah. that you can possibly have. I, on on one side, you can say yes, they should have delayed it to make a better product. It's come out at a weird time in like the console life cycle, though. Mm. So if it come out a year ago, fine, they could have, you know, they can delay it and whatever. Then it's come out. At the launch of brand new consoles, where people expect all the new stuff, where the old consoles are going to be, you know, put out to pasture. Uh, there's been a pandemic, which obviously screwed up things massively for them. Like that probably delayed them a lot. If they're, if they're a studio that's always working together in an office, and all of a sudden you've got a hundred people plus, got to work from home, that you've not only got to give them a PC for, figure out how they're going to communicate with the people they need to communicate with. And also be able to get their files up and whatever on their own internet connections at home, like that. And you've got there might be a worry about leaks and NDAs. Yeah, we both worked in the industry, and when I worked for Rare, you were not allowed to take your phones into past a certain door. Yeah, for obvious reasons. 
all of a sudden you've got Barry, the part-time tester, who's expected to test from home with yeah. Cyberpunk. Anyone, any of his friends could and, come and you're that. going And you're going, right, you need to download the latest build to 100 people, and they've all got to download it on their home internet connection, hundreds of gigs, yeah. potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Logistically, it's it's extremely tough, like from development purposes, mm. um, and that would that would set you back not just weeks, probably months. And if you've got staff self isolating, etc., even worse. So like, they they have the worst time at the moment. So yeah, one hand, yes, they should have delayed it to make it perfect. On the other hand, there are many many reasons they could not have delayed it. They, it's unfortunate if all they had was a nice standard. For the, the the PS4 and the Xbox, so they had like a, a finalized locked standard that yeah. definitely did this and this. And okay, it wasn't as nice looking. Well, the fancy light effects are gone, and it was stable. They wouldn't have had this. Well, I, I guess what they should have done is made it for PC first, then ported it afterwards. Yeah. Rather than trying to do everything together, which has got them into like this sticky mess of well, we spent years on the Xbox version. And the PS4 version. Well, yeah, a lot of gamers. Don't throw it away. A lot of gamers would go. Well, yeah, we we know that console version won't look as good as the PC version, but oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah. And they could have gone down that boat, but yeah, Cyberpunk is going to be a tricky one, and I feel like it's going to be a conversation for so many more months now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we, we'll come back to this at some point and discuss our feelings on it and upgrades and whatever. Yeah, and I feel sorry for CD Projekt Red, but I also don't a little bit at the same time. I, I, I kind of know in middle line between, you know, what were they thinking and what weren't they thinking. Yeah, like I, I can see at the time some of the thinking, you know, especially not showing off like the base console versions. Mm. Uh, and then with hindsight, you can go, well, actually, no, you should have at least brought it up somehow. But I guess how do you how do you manage that? Because you know how the internet reacts when they don't listen to reason. No, they don't go. I can see what they were trying to do, and I respect that. It's always no. I want the moon on a stick. Uh, yeah. So, so it's 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 very tough for them as a studio. Um, yeah, I don't envy them at all. No, no. <laughs> um, what also happened recently was the Game Awards. Yes, it did. So I watched about two hours of the Game Awards. You need to watch any. No, I haven't. I haven't got around to watching it yet. No. It's it's the problem is for us because we're based in the UK. It's on past midnight. Till silly o'clock in the morning, and you, yeah, it's on silly times, and I don't care if a game wins an award; it doesn't change anything. For no. me. I already have heard of the game, so the only thing, the only example I could say from the Game Awards bringing something to me was Hades. I didn't realize Hades was like such a so rounds reviewed game. I was like, oh, Hades, I'll keep an eye yeah, on. Yeah, Hades is is very well liked yeah. and talked about, but I guess with say like the Oscars, they tend to focus on the niche stuff, not the big blockbuster stuff. So lots of people go, oh, that's a really good film, like Parasite. Oh, I would never have heard of seeing that. Yeah, Thank you, Oscars, for bringing that to my attention. Yeah, we tend to get all the Oscar films after the Oscars, so we at least get to go, oh, that's definitely worth keeping an eye out for and yes. checking out. But the Game Awards, I already have heard of all Game, of them. Game Awards only focuses generally on the absolute big budget titles. Yeah. And you can see that because there's loads of indie stuff that just is ignored. Hmm. And it's, you know, The Last of Us, Spider-Man... A Halo game, I don't know. Like it's always, it's always the absolute biggest games, and I don't know. The other issue, I guess, it's very American, um, and there's just lots of stuff you don't care about. It. No, like, oh my god, you know, esports athlete of the year. Yeah, yeah. I was like, who the fuck are these people? And they've yeah. got, uh, do you know what, as well? Why? What? It's embarrassing they use their gamer tags. <laughs> yes, like if yeah. it was me, I'd just want to be called, you know, Neil. Insert gamer tag 
dealing. I wouldn't be like, here's chicken bum bum. And I'm like, look at me. It's like, no. And uh, what's worse, if they came on stage, they'd be like, Hello, chicka bump bump. Yeah. Like, like, if Usain Bolt went, went out, oh, they wouldn't be like, oh, look, it's the Bolt, would they? Like, they <laughs> no. don't do that, do they? Do so. the Bolt thing. Yeah. Um, no, you wouldn't do the nicknames. The esports, who gives a shit? I don't know, I haven't a clue about that. And no. then there's all sorts of dumb awards I don't care about. You watch it for the game trailers. And I kind of just stayed up because I was like, oh, well, we're not, I'll watch it. I'll watch it online with Ryan. Sure. That should be fun. Well, yeah, Otherwise, okay. I would have gone the next day, just gone on a website. And go on, trailer, 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 trailer. And, and I guess that's the difference with the Oscars, isn't it? Oscars is all about celebrating the people in the industry. Hmm. Game Awards is all about the trailers and the exclusive scoops and news. And Oscars doesn't do that. They yeah, don't go, no. here's, here's a new scoop from the, <laughs> no. the new Matrix film you haven't seen. No, the Oscars is like the end of the film season for yeah. the year, where the gaming, it, like you said, people have already played all this stuff that's there. Yeah. They've already experienced it. They're too busy arguing over who should win Game of the Year. And 4chan forums affecting results. Yeah. So they're just like, oh, what's next? What's next? What's next? But that's what we're going to talk about. Now, there's been, there's lots of trailers. Some of them I'm not going to talk about because I don't really think we care or watched enough of it to really have an opinion on. Um, I suppose the first big one for you, because you're more of a Nintendo gamer for me, is that Sephiroth is in Smash Brothers. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's it's the first time like a third party has had two characters, which is interesting. And obviously, you know, you, they're the, the two Final Fantasy VII characters are like the classic, you know, hero and villain. So it makes perfect sense in that world. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed. I wanted something new, so like a Crash Band who or like a franchise that hadn't been in there. Um, at the same time, like I can't argue against it. Like having, you know, he's such an iconic character. Going up against Cloud, like that, that, like that's what the game is made for—to have these matchups of like you know Sonic versus Mario, or yeah. Solid Snake versus Bayonetta. Well, you look, at, like, you look at the core crew of Smash Brothers, and it's it's character versus it's hero versus villain, hero versus villain. Yeah. There's endless amounts of them. You know, you've got Metroid versus um, I can't that. what's the name of the bad guy? Metroid, the big dragon. Oh, um, he's on tip my tongue now. Come back to it. Yeah. But, then, but for example, it's just, you know, hero versus villain, hero versus villain. So when you've got Cloud yeah. and he's just twatting Kirby around. No, I think that's fine. No, no, no. no, no but, then you, fine. but people want, oh, I want A versus B. I want yeah. these, these things yeah. to, to clash. Um, I don't really play or care for Smash Brothers, but the internet was going a bit mad on it. They were happy about it. I, I, I guess you got the crossover of Nintendo fans and Final Fantasy VII fans <laughs> yeah. finally meeting. Yeah. Um, Ryan said, oh, look, it's another man with a sword. Which, which is, is true. Which is true. Yeah, there's too many sword guys in there. Um, hopefully it will mean like more music tracks and a new stage and stuff, because Cloud had two music tracks, mm. whereas most characters in Smash Bros. have tons. Tons and tons of music, like a real fan service. Um, but yeah, so interesting. Like, good to see. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the characters. And I hope we do get, like, Crash Bandicoot needs to be there. Lara Croft, maybe. Yeah, Lara Croft. Uh, we don't. We don't need Doom Guy. We don't need Master Chief. Oh, but Xbox have got so yeah. little show now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, even even like Joanna Dark wouldn't doesn't quite fit in. Anyone with a gun, I feel, doesn't quite fit into like mm. the universe. And you want something that is a bit out there and doesn't look like it would be in a game like that, like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah. You or... you you want. You know, Tom and Jerry style, you know, whacking each other, yeah. not not super serious people having a proper serious fight. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned um, Joanna Dark. So I was I was a bit embarrassed because when this, the trailer for Perfect Zero 
the reboot for Perfect Zero, Dark per- Zero, perfect, perfect, perfect Dark, Perfect Dark, sorry, Perfect Dark came up. Um, I was I was a trailer, and there were some people talking about plants and growing plants, and oh how they've they've a big corporation to look after the world, and I was like boring. I was on my phone. I was looking at my phone, and then this woman was like, it, it cuts up to like it comes to this giant facility, this super like Bond villain, yeah. huge facility that's giving plants and all sorts of stuff to save the planet. And it cuts up to show this woman on the roof, and she's she's like, "Yes, I'm here. I got the job to do." And I went, "Huh?" I looked up, and it said, "Perfect dark." I was like, "What? <laughs> Perfect dark?" Yeah, I, I guess it's a classic Microsoft trailer of here's something really boring that doesn't show anything about the game or give anything away, and then a title. Um, because all we know is maybe it's set in Egypt for how long? For mm-hmm. how? Who knows? Uh, is it first or third person? Who is, knows? Like is the whole game in that facility. Yeah. When when is it coming out? Yeah. Uh, no, who knows? So, yes, great to see another Perfect Dark. I know lots of people are like, Perfect Dark is like a 20-year-old game now, and who cares? Because it only had one good gamer sort of thing, you know? <laughs> uh, like, the Game Boy Color game was quite good. Oh, okay. so, 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 so one and a half, you know? Um, but yeah, like, the, the Xbox 360 Perfect Dark Zero was rubbish. If Ryan was here, he would tell the same story he tells all the time that he regrets. He bought... Uh, he didn't buy Call of Duty two, yeah. And he on his Xbox three hundred and sixty launch, and he bought. I think he bought Perfect Dark, and he was like, "Oh, mine's shit. Mine's <laughs> rubbish." Well, it's it's the perfect game for you to go. Oh, I really, really enjoyed that. I'm gonna play <laughs> another level because I was having so much fun with the money I spent on this game. It's the only game for my new console. Better finish it. Like it, it, it had some interesting ideas. Perfect Dark Zero, like the co-op stuff, was kind of interesting because you would do different routes through the same level and have to help each other out. Um. It was just the gunplay. The gunplay was absolutely terrible. Mm. The graphics were weird for the time, like just super wet and Yeah, they were like weird. Yeah, ugly. They, they just weird, felt like like spun, lumpy, yeah, lump characters. And yeah. then you you put Call of Duty two on, and it looked perfectly fine. For yeah. example. So it, it, I wouldn't say it's like an absolutely terrible game. Uh, it's it's just very average. It, that whatever the new Perfect Dark is, it needs to absolutely smack it out of the ballpark. Yeah. For anyone to care. Yeah, well, it'll be on Game Pass and we're going to play it, but they need nines and well, tens. The amount of money they're spending on the studio making it, hmm. um, they're not looking at it as like Game Pass filler. They're looking at it as like, this is the thing to get people to buy Game Pass and to be on Xbox. So, And you can look at like Hitman 3. If they just copy Hitman 3, you're halfway there already. Hmm. So we'll, we'll see what happens. So yeah, interesting. Looking forward to yeah, finding more. I mean, this is the thing, like, I don't care about Perfect Dark. But it's on Game Pass, and because it's, I'll be, I'm more curious because, like you said, it's an old game being modernised or coming out now. I'm like, oh, what are they going to do with this? Because they can't just make another first-person shooter. It'd be boring. No. Gadgets would be boring. No, I, well, no. If it is a first-person shooter, but it's more stealthy with gadgets, hmm. that's something different. Yeah, that's fine. So while talking about first-person shooters that want to carbon copy their predecessors, <laughs> we're going to talk about Back for Blood, which uh, showed off the trailer, and it was four people walking through a deserted city with weapons and Ryan immediately went Left 4 Dead 3 and I went no no way whatsoever and it, it, yes and no it is so Back for Blood is um, basically made by the Turtle Rock studio yeah. who was were said to Valve how about Left 4 Dead 3 and then they were thrown out of the window like yeah. that meme <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and Valve obviously were like yeah we're not interested in making games we're interested in selling other people's games Yeah. so they obviously left and went well do you know what we'll We'll make Left 4 Dead 3. Well, they, they, they made Evolve first. 
Which which was an interesting idea that didn't work out. So that's fine. Um, this is clearly them going. We're making Left 4 Dead free. Like the the logo is pretty much an exact copy. The four characters, you know, the infected. They're not zombies this time, are they? They're they they have a name. They look like. It looks more like a mutation. Yeah, they they have a name. They don't I, look zombie like. Like it reminds me of all the monsters in Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, how they've like changed. It's changed the yes. the, the, the changed the biography, the, the biology of the human. Yeah. Rather than that, the humans just died, and something else has done something to it. Um. Yeah, you had like variations of monsters that were very similar to Left 4 Dead or kind of the carbon copies. I mean, you had ones which were completely different, like the ginormous. Which looks interesting, yeah. Monster to fight, and, and I mean, you're thinking, well, I can just run inside, surely. But it probably can't be as easy. Well, as no, they, they show that in the trailer. Like they run inside a room, and mm-hmm. like, oh, we're safe now, and then it smashes through the wall. Mm. Um, and clearly, they're going to have, you know, the the spitter and the hunter and everything else, but obviously slightly different versions. And I know, like some people spoke to said, like, oh, they'll never do that. I said, well, they have to because that's how the game works. You need characters or enemies. That split you apart. Do you think they won't have complete variation, carbon copy variations, or they'll go? Well, we want to do, we want to do some enemies that split the team in some way. So let's think of to try and think of new things. I I think if they try to think a new thing, like there will obviously be new ones because we've already seen them. Mm. But they can't be like right. The spitter like throws acid on the floor that splits you up, right? What can we do that's better than that? And it's like they won't find an idea that's better than that. I don't know. You could have something that maybe creates like a wall, so it doesn't it'll be separates rather than you know like stop them from actually physically get to each other. So if you're pinned down and I have to help you, I can't get past the wall maybe. of some sort. Like I don't know, maybe like something that grabs you from below, so you're still stuck, but maybe you can still shoot, but someone's going to get your feet free. Mm. Yeah, there, there is potential, but I I think like a lot of these games, like say like Crazy Taxi and whatever else, they got it right the first time. They want to. If people want a Left 4 Dead 3, we'll yeah. give them a Left 4 Dead 3, we just won't call it Left 4 no, Dead 3. No, no. You know, you, you just get, like, Scorpion there, and he just, you know, get over here! <laughs> that, that can be, like, the, the one that grabs you and pulls you out. Sort yeah. Of thing. Um, I was in... I, I, I didn't like what I saw initially, because I thought it was too cartoony and colourful looking, and I initially... Well, instantaneously saw the aiming down sights. I was like, oh... It's like cod. Well, the... I think that all looks fine. It looked like Left 4 Dead 2-ish to me. Hmm. Uh, the biggest issue, issue with that trailer was the the fake commentary with like the the gamer going, "Oh, go over here, guys! I need to heal right now." You know, like whether all those trailers where they fake people yeah. having their little game chats, like people don't talk like that. No, that was the only bad thing I I thought from it all. Uh, well, there was the characters. It was the characters acting like that? So no, it wasn't the character. It was. It was commentary over the top. Really? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm gonna have to rewatch it. So I yeah, it, yeah, I feel like it was a person like talking to their friends through the headset, not the characters like shouting out pills here or whatever. I have to rewatch that. I feel like you're right, but I remember it being like character stuff. Yeah, no, I, I feel like you might be right. But yeah, I mean, it was like fantastic. Like I don't go fuck if it's a different name. No. I don't care. Valve can do the same. One. Yeah. If like if you have Valve brought out so many games that were instant successes, both critically. Financially and with fans, yeah, you know the the triple the, the you know the triforce of gaming right yeah. there, like critics and fans like it, yeah. and the, the sales, um, and then they just went, oh well, no, nah, anymore, we don't care, no. So, so oh, yeah. but they but oh they're fine with continuing to shove their games into other games, 
Yeah. Or hint at games. Uh, yes, games. yeah. They keep going, it's Portal, but it's Bridge Constructor. Oh, infuriating. <laughs> so, yeah, Sodom, if, if someone else wants to carry on what they don't want to do, and if Valve kick up about it, well... I don't, I don't think... yeah. Valve, Valve don't really care, so, like, it's fine. No. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, big series that I like, other than Dead Space 3, is Dead, the wonderful Dead Space games. Yep. Dead Space 3 was rubbish, but Dead Space 1 and 2 were fantastic. Um, Striking Distance Studios, again... Same people from yeah. who made Dead Space. Um, the Callisto Protocol, which is a rubbish name. Yes, that's sounds like a, that's like a rubbish Bond movie. <laughs> what, what are people going to call it when they come into like their game store? The Calypso <laughs> Prototype. Yeah, yeah. That's like an ice cream, madam. Yeah. Get out. Um, could call it Death Space or something, or Dead in Space. Yeah. Annoyingly, Ryan said, "Oh, it's Dead Space." He did this twice, and I don't mm. want to admit it into an ad, but he, he called it was Dead Space. I was like, "No, I don't think it's Dead Space." And then the character turned around, and there was a green light on his back, and I was like, right. oh, "What's a health light?" And I was like, "Oh." It could be. It's, that's a dead space trait. And then a big monster appeared behind him and kills him and someone's watching from a camera. And then it pans out to show like a very alien looking facility. Like, oh, it's a rubbish industrial facility yeah. in the snow. A harsh environment. It's very alien-like. And then I was like, okay, some horror game. And then the, the guy came on stage and basically was like, we made dead space. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's a dead space group. Yeah. Okay. He's like, we're planning to make the scariest game in the world. So... The problem is, is Left 4 Dead, you can carbon copy that yep. and still get away with it. But I wonder how they're going to... Because Dead Space was unique because of the fantastic audio and because of the limb decapitation and cutting off with the enemies. Now, unless they can't, if they carbon copy that, people will just go, oh, it's Dead Space ripoff. Which is fine. Yeah. Because we haven't had a Dead Space game in many years. Mm. So, fine. Who cares? Um, that is definitely a wait and see to me. It's out in 2022. Yeah. So maybe next D3 we'll see some footage. I, I guess the way to look at it is look at System Shock 2 guys and they went on to make Bioshock. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it's, it's fine when companies do that. We had uh, teases for the next Mass Effect and for the next, next Dragon Age game from EA and Bioware. Uh, Bioware like, oh, please don't split us up EA. No. Please remember, look at us. They're like, oh, they're like the, uh, the, the poor unfortunate like <laughs> poor fortunate animal yeah. uh, like a pound that's not been adopted yeah. and they're looking at it with like oh, can't I get rid of so you so I've, I've never played Mass Effect I need to get around to it Mass Effect uh, there's a remaster coming out so yeah. that's obviously the point you can pick it up but I, otherwise I don't have any interest so they're just not uh, like Dragon Age isn't my type of game no so but I can understand why people yeah Mass Effect it. is more shooty than RPG yeah and Dragon Age is more RPG than action game yeah um, so I can I can see why people are looking forward to that. Yeah, but for me, it doesn't interest me. Yeah, Mass Effect. I think the next Mass Effect, everyone's going to be really. Ooh, it, it, it has to be good after Andromeda and the ending for free. Yeah, and Dragon Age. I don't really know what the general consensus Dragon Age Inquisition was. I think people thought it was an improvement to Dragon Age Two. But I think people liked it. Yeah, Dragon Age Two was terrible. That was nearly yeah. a, that was nearly a death sentence for the franchise right there. There was a few other games. So Fortnite uh, got Master Chief in it. Don't care. Don't care. Um, Among Us gets a new map, which is a game we still need to yeah, play. Yeah, need to play that. Which was, which is actually funny because that was at the Game Awards and was nominated. I don't know if it won. Probably not. I think uh, Last of Us won anyway. It, whatever it, it was. It, <laughs> it, it came out two years ago. People were like, "Why is this here?" And it's like, "Well, because it's popular now." Hmm. 
Um, so, you know, good it got nominated. I think it's, it won, it's like, game. Aspiring Game of the Year type of yeah. awards because they can't put it on Best Game, obviously. There's a few indie games. There was um, the developers have gone home. We've got a game called Open Roads. I mean, are they going to name all their games like that? Like, well, the last one was uh, Tacoma, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and I enjoyed that. I yeah. don't think you liked it that much. No, I don't think I did. Um, it's a story of a mother and daughter on a road trip. We'll wait and see. Like, yeah. gone, gone Home was good. I liked Tacoma. Everyone's going to go. Oh, Life is Strange. Because yeah. it's going to be compared yes, to games yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Obviously, um, there was there was. Um, the Arc 2, which was a surprise, okay, yeah. surprise with Vin Diesel in it. Yeah, I know lots of people on PC liked Arc, but it's not a game. No, I don't care. I mean, if he doesn't, if it's not Fast and Furious with dinosaurs, then <laughs> no. out on it. a trick there. There was, um, it was a few of her kind of cartoony indie games, which is nothing that particularly interested me. Um, and they announced that Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming to consoles, but not the base Xbox One. No, which is. Maybe Cyberpunk should have done that. Um, which is fair <laughs> enough, because you look at the game and it's like, no, this is this is an extra yeah. game. But Microsoft is smart there. They built it for PCs first, and then knew what they're working with, yeah. and then go, right, put it on that one. Yeah. And that's it. Um, so yeah, the game awards were fine. It's just it's just there for the trailers. You're there to watch the new fun stuff. I don't I didn't really care about the awards. No, I don't I don't think most people watching actually care about the award part. No. Uh <laughs> I don't know if Jeff Keighley saw Kojima again. He's normally there, front row, centre. He probably was, He was probably the only person allowed in the crowd. Yeah. There was probably like <laughs> yeah. social distancing, but Kojima's still <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, he's still there. Um, he was. He, he, maybe it was the. Maybe the whole awards ceremony was just for him. He was the only person. Some some people do say that. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't mean in that literal. I mean, no, no, literal I mean, no, I mean, do, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll I'll watch it at some point. Um, but you know. It, like I said earlier, people watch it for the trailers and the announcements, not for who's won. No, no, it, it's definitely it's definitely something you can watch in the morning. Yeah. Look at the trailers in the montage on YouTube or their website. Yeah. Half an hour and you're done. Yeah, exactly. And you can skip through, you're not interested in. But you know what? Talking of which we're done. I think we'll 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 head off now. We'll take these chocolates with us. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um so Mark, you're back again. You will be back soon, I hope. Uh, in yes. the meantime, um, where can people find you? Is there anything particularly you think they should check out? Uh, well, I don't really do Twitter or anything like that, but you can find me uh, in my new role. I have a, a brand called Fuzzballs, which is cute kawaii uh, cats and tigers and bunnies, uh, sometimes video game themed, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes just a bit silly and random. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can buy the, like shirts and mugs and there's a little comic I do. Uh, and you can find that at fuzzballs.co.uk. Uh, it's a product which I, I think when I instantly saw it, I was like, oh, he's, no, he's on something here. It's cute and it's cartoon, it's colourful and it looks good. So, like, we, 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 we might have cons, uh, you know, what do they call them? Cons? Comic cons. Expos, whatever. Yeah. They might be go-to and you just go, oh, it's just someone who's done their own artwork of someone else's game. And you're like, boring. But when I saw yours, I was like, oh no, this, there's a cuteness and a style to it, which I really like, and he's onto something here. Well, well, well thank you. The uh, the check's in the mail. Good, thank you. Um, I'll have another gaming awesome <laughs> t-shirt yeah. for Christmas, shall I? Um, but no, yeah, you can check that out. I will put uh, a link in the description of the podcast, and I'll put a link on Twitter, so you can check that out as well. Uh, if you want to find me and the rest of the geeks being critical, you can do so, of course, on the Apple Podcasts, and you can do so on Anchor. And, of course, our feeds will be all over the place, thanks to the RSS as well. And we're on Twitter at Critical Geeks. 
podcast. Uh, you can email us at criticalgeekspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, as it's Christmas, Mark, I think we need to treat ourselves. Yes. Oh, uh, rum, rum, don't rum, eat too much. Oh, we're the wall. <laughs>